we got a blind date with destiny and it looks like she ordered the lobster that's right we watched mystery men this week on the movie gap the podcast that has you scream <laughs> how have you not seen that how have you not seen that how have you not seen that how have you not seen The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the guy who just noticed the Darth Vader on our shelf that's been there for three months, Bryce Perkins. Oh, wait. Are, did we start recording? Yes. Are we recording right We're now? We're recording right now. Oh, okay, hold on. Uh, give me give me about three minutes. I'm going to start listening to <laughs> Cisco's 1999 <laughs> so smash now, hit. So now you've, you've taken from... You're caught listening to it, but now you have to listen to it first. Right. All but right. only after, after, after we, start we start recording. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got so to be, be present. Exactly. So if you if you guys will just give me three minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But uh, we, we yeah. can edit it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, actually, can I do that real quick? And yeah, we can yeah. just edit it out? And then, okay, well, okay. Cisco's Thong Song. Let me just load it up real quick here. Okay, hold on. I'm searching on Spotify. That's my app of choice. Okay. Okay, I got it. Uh, and starting now. Okay, uh, thank you. This is the maddest I've ever been! <laughs> thank you for uh, for letting me do that. Yeah. Uh, that was good. I needed to get it in. It helped me get my uh, juices flowing and stuff. Uh, it really just puts me in the zone. Mm-hmm. You know, that thong song. Yeah. Uh, seeing that thong. You gotta, uh, you gotta. All see. night long. Yeah. Let me see that thong. Uh, it puts me in the zone. So I appreciate you indulging me, Chase. Uh, you were very patient. You were just, you had this like a uh, locked in look in your eyes just staring at me oh yeah you know just it was like an absolute glare i could feel it it was like laser beams going in the in the like through my head while i was doing that uh so i could feel your intensity and i think it was a it was a good stare right it was a good thing right yeah absolutely okay, okay cool absolutely well i appreciate you getting in the zone with me there and yeah. so uh, now you, i'm ready to rock you, i i it took me this long or should to i say i'm ready to thong yeah it, it took <laughs> me this long to figure it out but uh you're the guy who started the change.org petition uh-huh. to get Cisco on the or for the Super Bowl halftime show this year, haven't you? Uh, or I guess next year, but this season. Look, I was trying to do that anonymously, <laughs> but it turns out, you know, you, uh, you're you a sleuth. You are a sleuth. I, I will am. give you that, man. Because, uh, yeah, I'm busted. Yep. <laughs> I'm. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, so many people have, like, joined me in the cause and see the importance. I mean, it's, it's a... It's an absolute uh, pinnacle of 90s culture yep. uh, that should be recognized for eternity. Okay. Much well. like the uh, Eternal Flame representing J- John F. Kennedy, which, tune in next week. Tune in next week. Um, that is how I feel about the Thong Song, <laughs> equivalent to John F. Kennedy. Well, yep. uh, on that note, uh-huh. uh, let's talk about a movie where a character may or may not have been visit or visually inspired by cisco right mystery man that's right kel mitchell kel mitchell yeah i didn't even (laughs) 
That's actually. I actually didn't even think that. I didn't think it until that's, just now. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. I was like, wow, that's no. He, Which came he first? The, yeah. Uh, well, Mystery Men was Invisible Boy, so. Invisible Boy, or Cisco? Which one came first? You know, I think it was Cisco because I think Cisco was like <clears throat> Cisco must have ninety. Oh no, it could have been ninety nine. Cisco was not. Yeah, Thong yeah. Song was ninety nine. Yeah. This was August of ninety nine. So These came out in the same year. Yeah. Cisco. Do was you it, think? Was a, do but you, that that had to have been a summer song. But do you think? It was it certainly. What I mean, one of the greatest summer songs of all time. Oh, hey, I already said the pinnacle of nineties culture. Yeah. Um, fuck you, Nirvana. I mean, fuck it was. You, it was Jam. so so pinnacle that they had to end the nineties. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they were like, you know what? That's now, right. Cisco thong song. Yep. We gotta we gotta stop. You the know 90s. what? We it's might as well not, go to two thousand now. It's not getting better from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not getting better from here, guys. Guys, I think it's time to go to two thousand. That's what that's what uh, Mother Nature and Father Earth were saying. They're like, guys, they did it. I think it's time to go to two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's it's time. Yeah. Um. But what if? Here's a theory. What if Cisco was originally cast as Invisible Boy, and just kept the hair after <laughs> you know after he yeah. got replaced by Kel Mitchell? You know what I mean? <laughs> So who knows, right? Well, you know, there were um there were a lot of uh changes made throughout the time uh for this film. Like from the its iteration to what eventually happened. Is this right? Yeah, I mean it I, I don't can believe know a that. lot of them, but this is a weird movie. Yeah, it's a very weird movie. And we'll we'll get it right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh so first off, I guess hi. Uh how you been? We've covered that shit. Um do I need to listen to the thong song again? Should we pause so I can listen to it again? Okay, no, no, worries. no. Um, so, uh, Mystery Men, uh, uh-huh. nineteen ninety nine. Bryce is uh, what doing what at this time? You're you're just a young man listening to about the thong to, song. About to enter or had already just started junior high, maybe. Well, you were you in seventh or eighth? I think I was in eighth grade in ninety nine. No, no, no. I no, was no, just no, started no. junior yeah, high. Junior, yeah, it would have been. So I would have been in seventh grade. Yeah, this was my yeah. sixth grade year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, I do remember seeing the pre the trailer for this. Um, going to see some movie, I can't remember. Uh, but I do remember seeing the trailer for this in the theaters. Um, and I remember hearing the uh, other great smash hit, near pinnacle of '90s culture, All Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah, which people forget. Was until made watch, for yeah, this movie. Until you watch this movie and you hear yeah. it ten fucking times. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and no, I remember, Shrek came in and stole stole that thunder. Yes, well, they rode that Smash Mouth wave. Yeah, you know, they got the Smash Mouth bump. Well, and then they had the Shrek the, wouldn't have been popular without no, without they, Smash they Mouth knew, being on the, the so soundtrack. Big. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna put that in there and we're gonna have them re-record. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Yeah, for that. Wait, did they put All Star in Shrek as oh, well? Oh, Yeah. Oh wow! Big, big. I mean, that is the Shrek song. I thought, I thought "I'm a Believer" was the Shrek song. I mean, it is too. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, but yeah, no. There's the because the they do the whole like they they do a whole montage with it, just like they do in this fucking movie, right? Um, but yeah, all right. So, uh, but no. Long story short, I do remember seeing the trailer for this in theaters and hearing that song with it, and this was before it was like released as a single or anything. It was the first time I heard it, and I was like. I think that that's about to be a big time hit. Oh yeah, I don't know where I got that idea. Well, I, and I like <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, um, and then it ended up being you couldn't avoid it for the next well until now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, even, you yeah. still can't avoid it's it. Yeah. Smash Mouth can't either. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, what was, what else? Oh yeah, I remember. Like I was not a music boy. Yes, yeah. we know. <laughs> right, right. You but, were a movie uh, boy. I did. Uh, I did like Smash Mouth. 
uh, enough that I had already known who they were. You uh-huh. know, from uh, Walking oh yeah, on the Walking Sun. on the Sun. Yeah, that's right. Hit, you know, that was their then, first one. And then they did the uh, the soundtrack for um, Can't Hardly Wait, which was a movie I watched a lot due to my absolute crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt and how much I identified with uh, Ethan. Uh, is it Ethan Embry? Yes, from uh, uh, that's yeah. his name. The uh-huh. one from uh, um, I'll take your word for it. Uh, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, but he was in that. Okay, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the lead guy in uh, Can't yeah, Wait. I'm familiar. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure if I see his face, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, and now he's bald. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like Joey... Uh, yeah, he got he got Lawrence. real bald to the point that my wife <laughs> didn't recognize him. <laughs> to this day, I hate bald boys. I can't stand bald boys. Wait, did you only talk no, about him so I that you could play that? But I did you just... Hey, I behind the it. scenes for the listeners, he just picked it, up these drops. Coming. I knew okay. it was coming. Uh, I had no control of my hand at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But... uh. Yeah, I remember like seeing the oh, music yeah. video for Smash. I've got Bell. one for that too. Bald asshole. There it is. There you go. That's that's why I knew it was coming <laughs> at some go. point. Uh, but no, like the music video for uh, All Star was you know like they used to do a lot when uh, movies had a, yeah. a song for it. Cut in it with scenes whole, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, like during that like uh, instrumental break or whatever during that is when they're like they show all the clips of them tearing up the limousine. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. And her throwing the bowling ball through yeah. the windows. I remember that. But, sure. like, spe- I specifically remember the part of, like, the forks. The keys, on those. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, forks, yeah. Don't forget. It's forks. It's forks, yeah. Uh, Cutlery. But, um, yeah, I was, I was so, like, I remember being excited for this film. I can see that. Yeah. I can believe that. Yeah. I mean, I was a nerd. I love comedy and I love, uh-huh. like, comic book stuff and didn't have a ton of great comic book movies back then i mean this, this yeah was on the this heels is pre-mcu of, yeah. this is pre-x-men isn't it yes oh yeah x-men was 2000 maybe 2001 so if anything this is like a no 2000 and spider-man was 2001 this movie is like a a like uh, uh what would you call that it's uh, ahead of its time yeah ahead of its time uh, an inspiration yeah to uh the film industry well that, uh that is, in fact it goes many, forgotten many of the sets in this film Mm-hmm. were leftover sets from Batman and Robin, which was essentially really? the movie that no killed, you know, uh, killed yeah. Batman for a, yeah, the longest. Right, right, it's right. been dead since it came until, back. Until Batman Begins. But, uh, yeah, and it, it, you know, almost killed superhero movies for yeah. a long time. Yeah, right yeah for but, X-Men. Yeah, so um, anyway, but uh, before we get into that, you've never yeah. seen this movie before, so Correct. you were aware of it coming out. Absolutely. Um. I remember it coming out, and I remember being intrigued by it. But then I heard bad things about it. And oh, okay. So that's lost, why you never saw it. Yeah, and then just like was like, yeah, I don't. Now I, I I do forget. I know that you were all out on the Marvel movies before. Uh, yeah. Before a uh, uh, quarantine brain uh-huh. made you watch them all. <laughs> right. Quarantine brain and this podcast. Yes. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so were you into comics at all? Or just oh uh, yeah, I mean I liked X Men and I liked Batman and hated Superman, loved Spider Man. Yeah, I was I was into it, you know. Um, I wasn't like a voracious comic book reader or anything the, like that. The shows. It was just more of a casual yeah. thing, really. But but definitely into it, yeah. you know. Batman was my favorite and all that crap, and you know I liked it enough to have favorites and everything. So yeah, I was into the oh, culture. Oh yeah, we just uh, we just lost Arlene Sorkin. Uh, the voice of Harley Quinn from the animated series, which was the first appearance of Harley Quinn. 
Really? Yeah, she died yesterday. Overshadowed oh. by fucking Bob Barker. Oh, wow. Yeah. See that? Yeah, but the Bob Barker thing, I was like, I swear this happened 10 years ago. <laughs> I know, right? I, this had to have happened already. There was... God, I was... Wa- oh, it was. I was watching that uh, documentary um, about uh, the uh, the guy who, like, beat the system on prices right oh yeah 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 and i was like wait he's not dead yeah because like you think of him as dying like right after he retired yeah totally that was like 10 years ago yeah and now he's uh in 99 right wow yeah yeah got as close to that dollar as he could without going over what a champ (laughs) what a commitment to the bit hey and also i hats off Hey, hats off. And also, uh, your pet spayed and neutered. He realized 99 was all you needed to go because of the thong song came out in 1999. So <laughs> that's what it was. It was his tribute, was his to, his the tribute to the thong song. He passed away. <laughs> all right. Um, wow. During uh, the summer of his 99th year. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh huh. Bryce. Yeah. You'd never seen Mystery Men before. That's the movie we're talking about. This is true. Uh, Both of those statements are true. So it's uh, 1999. There were still such things as Blockbuster around. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, there were other video stores. Hollywood still around Video. Too. I had yeah. a Hollywood Video around the corner. Uh, right towards the death of like, tra- like um, independently owned uh, mm-hmm. video stores. Certainly. But, but definitely Certainly. Hollywood uh, was even coming for Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster was the 900 pound gorilla sitting on top, though. Oh, yeah. Um, so you're walking in. Mm hmm. Uh, you're checking out video. to a Hollywood video. You you were a Hollywood boy. Yeah, I mean it was around the corner. I mean I I, I did Blockbuster too, but Hollywood Video was right around the corner from. My oh house, yeah, so. I actually know which one you're talking about too. Yeah, on Mason. Yeah, there yeah. was a uh, there was a, a a Blockbuster on Mason, but it was further down. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, so, uh, <laughs> that's some geography <laughs> from 25 For the listeners years in ago. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the geography of 1999 Katy, yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and where Bryce add that, add that to their tourist list, yeah, uh, tourism they're, list when they come to America. People are just trying to figure out exactly where, yeah. you, there's going to be TikToks of being like, I found out where Bryce Perkins lived based on this. And pictures we found on his Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to give you one minute. You're looking at the back of the box. Yeah. Of Mystery Men. Yeah. What do we see? Go. A gang of struggling superheroes um, are str- are dealing with uh, being dealing with uh, essentially midlife crises altogether. Um, wondering should they continue even trying being superheroes? Until one day, the city's main superhero, Captain Amazing, I think was his name, um, gets kidnapped and they realize it's up to them to do something about it. Otherwise, crime will go on a rise and the city will be blown up by the bad guy, Doyle Von Frankenstein or whatever his name was. And uh, and so they get together a, a ragtag team of other wannabe superheroes, which there's apparently a huge community of, including Dane Cook. And, um, and, uh, but they don't choose Dane Cook, but they do choose Paul Rubens RIP and Janine Garofalo, not RIP. And, uh, they come together and they, uh, you know, Time. save the day. Oh, and they save the day. All right. Uh, <laughs> what it, it starts out as though you haven't seen this movie. 
almost every time. Like, uh, it's like somebody looking at the poster and having to define what the movie is. Can I let you in on a little secret? <laughs> what? I, I haven't <laughs> watched any of these fucking movies. <laughs> you just, you, which when I've you say been that winging way, it. Yeah, when you say that way, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. If I mention I do improv, this whole all every single episode has just been all improv. Yeah, uh, except for yes, ironically yeah. enough, um, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, that was the only <laughs> the one, yeah. the lost episode, the lost episode, the yeah. pur- purposefully lost, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, all right, anyway. so uh, yeah, um, Mystery Men. Uh, yeah, I definitely saw it uh, when it came out. I can't remember if I actually did see it in the theaters because we weren't big theater people um or theater mover movie goers until yeah. i like worked at one and got to see them all for free right right um um oh there was like a summer when we first moved into uh the house behind the mills mall uh-huh. and like the mills mall would have the first showing of the day was like three dollars uh-huh. and my brother and i would go like every day during the summer and then one time we walked all the way over there and like we had to walk out like there was a gate in our backyard we could walk over the berm and like walk all the way so it was like you know a good walk uh-huh. in the summer it was hot yeah and we get to the then we had to get into the mall and then all the way over to the movie theater and then that's when we would see the movie obviously uh well we got there one day and i, I think it was the like we were just gonna see the veggie tales movie i think was out or something like that maybe it was yeah maybe it was something i can't remember but uh it was something that we never ended up seeing because we got there and uh they had gotten rid of that early bird price Oh. And I think it was like $5 a ticket at that point. Bitches. And, and Tanner and I were like, no. <laughs> no, we're leaving. And hey, I don't man, think- you, you, knew, you knew when yeah. you were getting ripped off, man. Yeah. You knew when you were getting ripped like, off. You know what? Let's just go to the the uh, food court and get ourselves. Uh, we'll do a couple some of Sbarro's. laps. We'll do, no, we'll just do a couple of laps and get ourselves some samples of the bourbon chicken and there the orange go. chicken. Oh, yeah. Until yeah, we're yeah, full. Yeah. And yeah. Then we'll go play uh, the Incredible Hulk game that's in the, that's in yeah. the uh, GameStop. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, we we liked free. <laughs> we liked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you you know you knew a good deal when you saw one, and you knew when you were being taken advantage oh, yeah, of. Like you're not doing that to us. Yeah, there's no, there's no bait and switch on this. Right, right. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, mystery men. Uh, you got some notes. Let's I do. Go, as you can hear, down. I let's have physical notes, which I know line. is tantalizing your little gooch over there, Chase. You, oh yeah, you love seeing these notes on paper, don't I you? I love it. I can't tell you how you like much these analog. notes on paper, baby. It's, yeah, it's you connected. like that. It's their analog, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 real. It's like I'm manifesting my dreams yep. with this shit, you know, because you write it into reality, you know, Oprah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mystery Men. How about that? Okay, first note: the sequel to Mad Men. Okay, look, I was just making like I made a joke as my first note, you know. So it's like Mystery. <laughs> okay, because Miss Mad Men was in the '60s, right? And then this is the future. <laughs> The so anyway, this is their kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is their kids. Their but, children. But you have to figure out which ones are. Yeah, that's right, the, right, right. That's the mystery. That's the mystery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so starting my notes off with a bang. Um, okay, came out in '99, but very much made in an early '90s style. Maybe a little outdated. How about that for a note, huh? Um. Okay. So uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, do you see what I'm well, saying? Go ahead. You uh, tell me a little bit more. What do well, you, so are, like. It kind of has like okay with the way the uh you know the the music lines up, uh the the actual score not the yeah. not fucking all star that yeah, was actually Eagles. of the time when yeah. they started doing that shit or at that part of the movie that felt of its time, but at the beginning of it it kind of felt like watching like 
I don't know, Tommy Boy or something like that, where the music's like, ding, 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 do, do, ding, do, and they're like walking around talking, and it just kind of felt like an early 90s movie, you know, with the camera angles, you know, doing the whole like classic, like, it's up underneath them and makes well, them look bigger. Yeah, and all so, that, you know? so the uh, director of this, uh, Kinka Usher. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, how's that, how does that Kinka name go? Okay. Usher. K-I-N-K-A, Usher, as okay, in gotcha. Usher. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. He, uh, this is the only movie he ever directed. Um, he Whoa. was a, uh, a, uh, this killed his career. No. Oh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, no. Uh, he was a, uh, what do you call a uh, commercial director. Uh, he'd actually won commercial okay. like awards. Like he did the Taco Bell commercials. You Kiro Taco Bell? Yeah. That one? No yeah, way, really? commercials. Whoa, yeah. cool. Uh, he did uh, a bunch of the Got Milk commercials and stuff. So he was like a big commercial guy. Yeah. And he was like excited to, to be working on a movie. And then like halfway through the movie, he was like, I'm never fucking doing this again. A lot of, it's, it's, it's a so lot more than work. a commercial. Like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know all of the things that I want to know about it and I don't care. It's just like, I just want to do interesting shots of dogs talking. Like, uh, like just like, just get, get the thing, do it. Like this is so yeah. much more work than it's worth. Right. 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 <clears throat> and the whole shoot was kind of like that. Apparently. Um, Doesn't it kind of have that feeling to it though? Yeah. Well, the, the, what is very apparent. It kind of seems like nobody wants to be there. Yeah. What's very bit. apparent is that, yeah, nobody wants to be there kind uh -huh. of, uh, and they don't know, what they're making doing like they, yeah they, and and apparently there were tons of arguments from the people in the cast i mean uh stiller has talked about it uh -huh. um without like the arguments part. the arguments oh. have come out but like it, nobody's like well wait i want to hear comes out and says like like screw uh. this movie necessarily <laughs> um except for uh -huh. Artie lang who did say like you who know, wasn't like, who did he play dude i didn't the even very, catch very him beginning. Oh, he was one of the red yeah, eye guys. Yeah, red oh, eye was guy. he the main, he red, the main eye? red eye? That was already lame. Yeah. That's hilarious. And he's like, you know, he said like, I've made a lot of shit movies in my life, but that was yeah. the worst one. He yeah, said yeah. that his his mom and his sister went to go see it, uh -huh. and after his like that first scene, they went and asked the people in the theater the that ran the theater. They're like, is he any in any more scenes? Uh -huh. Because we want to go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. They left. Right, but um, right well, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a definite tone and uh, comedy problem, but like on set. They were rewriting this thing constantly. The the okay. creator of the comic that it's based off of is not even. This really... is based off a comic. So yes and no. Okay. So like the Inspired mystery men, by. the mystery men are like part of another comic called the Flaming Carrot, and it's sort of like a uh, a satire of other comics or whatever. Okay. But like the Flaming Carrot would be what uh, Mister uh, what was his name Greg Kinnear in this the Mister Oh Captain Amazing or Captain whatever? Amazing yeah yeah. Um, but like he's a giant flaming carrot, so it like uh -huh. didn't work for this. So they got okay. rid of that and made it something else and then but it's all about the machine behind him. Okay. Um and like that whole thing is about like the working class hero, you know, the, the uh -huh. kind of still apparent with what the shoveler says at the end. Uh-huh. You know, but uh yeah, that guy uh wrote the the script. It was Bob Burden, he also wrote the the comic and like they were he would send him like they would say this isn't working and then he would send them like 30 pages overnight and uh -huh. like one of those pages would, would be useful in in what they were doing and like a lot of improv was going on between <clears throat> the the actors but like nobody could decide on what kind of comedy this was which is yeah. why you say like it goes back Dude. to like a tommy boy right yeah. cuz like the so like when you have a director who doesn't have a vision you're yeah. fucking in trouble yeah yeah like even if that vision is uh I'm just going to make something that 
people like you know like uh, uh-huh. like my my boy Ben Turtletop, right? He's uh-huh. he's the guy who did. Uh, I mean, he's done a bunch of stuff, but like you'll definitely know National Treasure. You've seen those, right? No, I haven't. Oh my god, have we never yeah. covered those? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. The we, first we, one especially. We need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's a he's that's a the big, Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but his yeah, uh, you know, it's it's somewhere between. I think he has actually talked about it being a, a souffle, where it's like it's so easy to make a good movie, but it's also so easy to mess it oh, up. Oh right, yeah. right. But like, it's also a thing of like it's a turkey sandwich. I know how to make a good turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna be mad at it. Nobody's going to say it's the best thing they've ever eaten, but right. they're going to be like, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, right, right, right. right. This is not that because there's yeah. no vision. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's not safe or trying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and like when you have that tone, like this feels like even with this version of this movie, it feels like it it's supposed to be so good. And it's, yeah. it's almost there. I mean, this fucking cast is great. Yeah. Um, And like the idea is great. Yeah. Maybe a little too early to... uh have the studios put as much uh like freedom on it that uh-huh. it needs or whatever yeah. but like Ben Stiller didn't really know what he wanted it to be in fact he was originally set or it, it was originally Danny DeVito as the shoveler and he was going to direct it and it was going to be like a 13 million dollar movie okay so like, like very little this ended up being like 65 so it just kept ballooning as they made it bigger but like yeah. and then one point that you know they got Stiller in it and then they were like okay then you can direct it and then he was like, "This is too much, right? Because it's it's action, and yeah. action is is something, you know, that he's not like he's not yeah. that kind of director, right? Even right. though it's comedy, you have to have the the good action in the comedy, or else it just doesn't work, right. you know? Right. So um, he was like, "That's too much, but I'll I'll be in it." And like you know, Janine Garofalo kind of didn't want to do it, but the script was was good at first, uh-huh. and then you know, uh, Macy was in it, and, yeah. Um, uh rubens uh rubens and uh but specifically it was macy and uh um god what is oh ben King, uh, not ben kingsley uh jeffrey, jeffrey rush. rush yeah you know so she's who like, i oh, thought I was this. i thought was james woods the whole time I, like you know in this <laughs> what movie the fuck? watching it i was like wow they do have a similar thing yeah and i had that same it totally like, looked like, I was like he kind of does look like yeah but like you hear his voice and you're like oh that's well and i was i was rush. like watching it the whole time going wow they <laughs> Because I thought it was James Woods, dude. I was like, I was like, wow, the subtlety of the makeup they've done on James Woods here, <laughs> just amazing. It really looks like he's Jeffrey yeah. Rush. <laughs> I just, well, see, I don't know, like, I don't, yeah. I don't like know if I'd recognize Jeffrey Rush from anything particularly. But... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. but but a dude, he was fucking octopus Barbosa. face in that shit. No, that's huh? that's Bill Nighy. Uh, he was Barbosa. He's from the first one. And then he comes back in the other ones as well. But remember, he was on the, oh. he's the one who kicked Jack Sparrow off. Then they got the cursed gold. So he and his crew <clears throat> oh. in the moonlight turn into the skeletons. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. The curse of the black pearl. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, anyway, but yeah. we're, uh, yeah. Uh, so she came on because <coughs> Macy and yeah, they're like, Jeffrey oh, Rush there's like great it. actors in this plus great comedians. Like this could uh-huh. be good. And yeah, it just didn't mesh. And it's because they didn't have, I mean, I'm sure there's other things there, but just like hearing uh, the director even talk about it, it's like they didn't have a leader, right? You have to yeah. have a leader. You have to have somebody that has some sort of creative Kind vision. of much like, like the mystery men themselves. Yeah. Well, and that was another thing is that like all Who the Who was people, the leader really of that I know, because it's like it's Ben Stiller, but it's or Mr. Furious, right. but it's not. It's but the it's shoveler. But it's also the shoveler. But then it's like they're not fighting for leadership. Right, right. Nor are they- Or neither are them, neither of them actually necessarily being the leader at the yeah. same time. And like, 
they, you know, the other thing is like, uh, Ben like changed his character up a little bit. Uh, he was at one point, I think, supposed to play um, uh, the Blue Raja, but he didn't want to play another nerd and get typecast as that. So he wanted to play the angry person, even though he's doing the same thing. Wait, that what he else did was he friends. a nerd? Uh, in- I mean, he's always like a little nerd. You know, Wait, had something and, about Mary come out? Yes, that was 97. Already? That's right. Yeah. See, and this is such a weird follow-up for him. This is a weird Ben Stiller movie. Yeah. And it, it, it's it, a lot of it is like it's just not... There's a lot of character stuff in it, yeah. but it's not well... It's a bad script. like it's, And it doesn't work because it doesn't feel like they ever put it together in where, where, where well, it is like what is his superpower does he not have a superpower yeah and then he kind of doesn't but he does but he then, does and like that was his thing it was like he was like I don't want him to be uh, someone with superpowers I want him to like have maybe unlocked them but can't always get them and he's just angry yeah or whatever which then just kind of makes him uninteresting mm-hmm. you know and then like his like love interest at one point was supposed to be a big part of the ending I think there was like a, an ending that wasn't the happy ending as well, and they had to like reshoot it because it didn't test well. Oh, like, really? yeah, there's a lot of uh, of things about this movie that it was like they they didn't know what it was until it came out. Well, what are, what are, what were some of these arguments they were having, and who was like the most well, heated you know, like, one? According I, I, to like I said, I don't know who's what. I just know that like nobody comes out and says fuck this person i'm never working with him again yeah or like nobody says this person was wrong uh-huh. and i was right but like you know on set when you're trying to figure out the, the tone of a comedy yeah and everybody's coming at it a different way and the director's not there to say no it's this or uh-huh. i want you to pull that from what you're talking about and then we'll shoot it like this and it'll work yeah and, you know, like like they have to have a vision they have to have a way to make all these parts yeah mesh. coherent and nobody was making them coherent yeah and they weren't able to like figure out even like why they're in the same movie together if they're right. so different. Well, then it's such a weird. Uh, uh, and Janine, you know, Janine's worked with uh, Stiller before. She loves Stiller. They're, yeah, they're, well, know, they're the, and they're the only two that like make sense being together in this movie. I feel like like yeah, William H Macy and Ben Stiller is a weird pairing. Uh, Hank Azaria and Ben Stiller is weird. You know what I mean? Like it's all different. Hank Azaria and Janine Garofalo is weird. Well, you know? and then you know, uh, throwing um. Greg Kinnear in there, like yeah. At this point, he had done um, as good as it gets, which uh-huh. was his like acting debut. Yeah, but even when he was in that, it was like, why is the guy from the Soup? <laughs> or talk yeah, soup on the, right. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. wasn't an actor at first, right? Although he is amazing and he's great in this movie. But oh, he's always been great. Yeah, but but then you th- then you throw in fucking a legend, Paul Rubens. You know, where yeah, that's like, like that was one of the reasons I re like that was one of the <clears throat> things about this movie that I was yeah. like, I have to see it. Right. Because Pee-wee's back. Yeah, right. You know, like I uh you know, I hadn't seen Blow because I was eleven. But then he's but, playing like one of the grossest fucking characters after him, but yeah. in uh you know, in movie history, which well, is like even he said I know what he's like great at doing and everything, yeah. and he loves like exploring those kinds of things, but at the same time it, it's like, yeah, it's Pee-wee's comeback, but not only is it not you know a a nice character. It's like the exact opposite of what you want out of and the guy kinda, that plays Pee Wee Herman. It's yeah, like a, he he does his best to well, he's add great. Something to it. He's yeah, great he's in the movie. He's it. the only one that does add any kind of levity. I feel yeah, like or or choices even. But yeah, like, it's just it's kind of a shame because it's sort of written as a one note. Yeah, like you know, I mean, it's completely. Yeah, but um, what's interesting about him is that he said like he's like you know when I was playing it. 
and when we were shooting it, I was like, I had this feeling that I was I was playing him a little slow, like he's kind of an idiot. Mm. And when you watch, when I watched the movie, that didn't happen. Like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't it wasn't there at all. And I, right. I, I think partially because like they're all a little yeah, like they're all being a little dumb and yeah, not even dumb as as much as just like naive and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're all yeah, uh, they're all they all have like delusions of grandeur, if you will. Yeah, you know. But then like at the same time, like they don't because then uh-huh. they are good at the end. Yeah, but like not because they really coalesce as a team. They kind of coalesce as a team. Right. They kind of use. Everybody has their moment, but like also like why? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's still it's it is wild that this has uh, gained such like a cult status. Has it and, though? Yeah, it has. Okay. Um, and maybe that's waned in the in the past few years or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. there is something about this movie. Like, I don't know that anybody comes out and says it's a masterpiece, but I think it's that, yeah. that all the parts of this movie should be better than it is and yeah. the fact that it's not <laughs> terrible yeah shows something uh-huh. you know but like like i think it's like the fans of this movie are like god i wish i wish this was better yeah i wish this was better this should be so much better yeah that, i mean that's kind of the the feeling i get from it too well you even, know at the end of like, the day the one thing that that uh the director uh usher uh i already forgot his first name kinka kinka, kinka usher not that I'm on a first name basis basis with Kinka. You know, me and Kinka when we were talking. Yeah, it's not like you and Danny. Yeah. Uh your best friend Danny Boyle. <laughs> yeah. Um whom you have had a discussion with. Oh yeah. In person. In person. Yep. Tried to talk about a movie he wanted to talk about another one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time I leave you alone. I'm, like, hey, I'm definitely definitely in your space. But like we'll stay we'll He stay was best like friends. he was like, I think you should leave. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Call back. Mm-hmm. Call back. Um what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Usher had like said that uh, he wanted to film it where it would be flat, like a comic book, which like just what, that, visually, yeah, aesthetically, like, just that oh. that phrasing is so weird because uh-huh. like first of all, it's a movie, and <laughs> yeah. like you want it to be flat, like the panel, but like the panels of a comic book are not like that's not uh-huh. what makes. Like you're, you're, there's still there's depth dynamic, in the panels. Yeah, and there's like a dynamic look to that flat image yeah. that is like popping off the page, you yeah. know, with things. Right. And like there's movement and still images yeah. that makes a comic book, you know, a, a, a crazy yeah. medium. That's just kind of a weird yeah, thing to say. A, it's a very it's a very thing of like, this guy doesn't know what he's fucking doing. And yeah. he doesn't have a kind of what idea. it seems like. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. I want it to be flat, like it, like you no, know. I want it to be like because, a comic book, real flat. Yeah, because you know, a comic book is is on a paper, and that's flat. You know. Yeah. A movie screen isn't flat. <laughs> you I know mean, what I'm saying? The, like, the only person I'd be like, oh, dude, this is like if if some director was like, I'm gonna make a movie that that's very flat. You know, from yeah. like a, an aesthetic point, the only way that would be interesting is it's, if it's like. David Lynch and I'd be like, "Oh, what does he mean? I want to see sure, that." Sure, like, sure. There's gonna be something weird. It'll probably be but watchable also, once. But also, like the only way to make that vision work is to take away everybody's ability to perceive depth. I mean, in in a, well, you, a physical space. You know? See, I don't it's think like no matter what medium you're watching it on, you're watching it on a flat surface. But yeah, but there, there's a, there's a, a flatness. You to know, there's like you watch one of those fucking like Hallmark movies, uh-huh. uh huh, and like yeah. it's fucking flat. Like flatness uh-huh. is like uh, there's no depth of field, even though they're uh-huh. they're standing places like it's it's poorly shot. Yeah, the blocking is very stagnant. But see, like, that's what I think of as. But flat. see, those are all. This is not even flat. But those are all romantic comedies and shit like that. I mean, where 
yeah, you're not going to have action and stuff. But if you're doing a comic book movie, it's yeah. like you're not going to get a, a flat well, and you look don't, to you that. You don't want no matter what you flat. try. Like flat is like when you're looking some at it's an bad. image that's flat, it's boring. Yeah, you know, like, like I, I guess it's just maybe it's a he's thinking of a word uh-huh. that that's the best he could describe it, and he doesn't actually mean flat. Maybe he uh-huh. meant like panelly or I don't know, panelly. You know, like or he wanted them all to be like individual images or uh-huh. something, but like just to call it flat. Yeah, and you know what? There is kind of a lot of this that does fall flat. Yeah, he he did achieve that. Yeah, you know. Um, the chemistry, you know, falls flat yeah, on the screen like, a lot. But that, so going back to like Paul Rubens, like you said, like doing a lot, uh, he's great in it. And so is pretty much everybody else. I mean, they all are individually themselves. Yeah. Like being good versions of themselves as actors, but it just does not I mesh. Love, yeah. I love What's Hank that saying where the sum is less than the greater parts or the, <laughs> you, you the whole the, of the parts? So that sentence. <laughs> what is it? Okay. Yeah. The, the, what's the saying? The, the, uh, the See? sum is greater than the whole total of, of its parts or the, the whole is yeah, greater right. than the sum of its parts or vice versa. Yeah. Case. Right. Right. Like right. The parts are greater than the, the sum. sum. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Or you know, uh, I think it was uh, Ebert that once said, and I don't think he was talking about this movie in particular. But uh-huh. uh, you know, you're always in trouble when a movie has a giant cast with like all big names. Yeah, and uh, you watch the movie, and you would have rather watched a two hour like dinner with all of those people. Yeah, like when yeah. that would be more interesting than the film. Yeah, and sometimes you get that many people in it. And it's well, like, well, it's only going to be more interesting to hear them all talk. Well, and see, it's one of those things, too, where uh, this would have been a more like if this cast would have, I feel like even with well, we haven't talked about Kel, you know, yeah. which is another weird mix to put in there. <laughs> well, and, you know, this and this like, Kel out, was like our yeah. for us, like and we grew up with Kel and right he's awesome, when, you know, so like Keenan and Kel huge right yeah all from all that into yeah. their own show and then good and like right at the peak of their uh fame or right when they were outgrowing yeah right Nickelodeon and like aspect. what's next yeah. yeah and like uh you know there was i think that this was like the push for kel which would have been the more um um safe choice uh-huh. of, of like hollywood be like well he's well and i think he, he's kel the was the one, one that everyone thought was yeah. going to and he's the funny one because he's not the straight man in go the on to a yeah go on to like a big movie career yeah. or anything like that i think most of us thought kel would be the one to go on to that kind yeah, of success he, would, he was gonna pop more than yeah. than keenan did and yeah. really like what's interesting about keenan though is when you think about it he has literally been on tv in our entire lives yeah he has never not been famous nor on yeah TV. like right. actively on fucking yeah. tv ever yeah ever yeah. since we were children yeah and like uh you know but he did have his like i know of one fat albert mm-hmm. the fat albert movie that was the one like his shot sort of that didn't pan out and then he got on snl and with mm-hmm. kel like it was sort of this and then he didn't really yeah uh, do much. i don't know maybe he does stand up or something now but uh, I don't know what he does now. I do know that he's very religious, though. Yes, yeah. And so there's kind of that thing as well, and, you know, I don't know. And he could be one of those, like... It's probably some stuff where it was like he saw some things he didn't like and was like, fuck yeah. this or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. <coughs> but, um... Yeah, I don't But think this movie didn't do his career any favors. No, yeah, and I think I mean, this is kind of like the last thing he did. For really. a long time, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so like this one kind of put the nail in that coffin. They're like, well, we're not we're not going to push Kel from there. But right. He's funny in this movie. He's great in this movie. He's he's great. And he's I fucking love, Kel, like, dude. I, see, like there's so much in this movie that I I wish it was so much better because like the idea well, of the well, invisible was, guy but, who isn't invisible unless nobody's uh-huh. looking at him. <laughs> yeah, right. Which then like even if it which just but then means, see like, they they confused the tone when they like made him actually go invisible or we saw him go invisible. But then his clothes actually fall off and everyone sees that and it's like, well, did it, does it happen? Did it happen or not? Like, there's, well, it did happen because I mean, his clothes went. But at away. the same time, it's like, but like, why did his clothes n- fall off? Yeah, and also none of them really had real superpowers anyway yeah. and so like i so thought there, the point yeah, that like what's the point here but what's I, uh, going what, on what i do like the tone about is that all segment, mixed up or what i do like about that scene is the the idea of the guy who's like i could go invisible when nobody's watching right uh-huh. and, and i love his setup of being like i always felt invisible like so yeah it, right it right, starts right. with an emotional that's punch, not yeah that's and then, nice and then it's funny because it's like so like you're not invisible because yeah like, you he's like yeah even if i look at myself so it's like yeah so you're not invisible like okay we get it like this is kind of funny right. <laughs> that but then so like then to then to have that actually be true that he does go invisible when nobody is looking at him uh-huh. is funny again uh-huh. because it is something that did does actually happen he wasn't uh-huh. making it up but also completely useless yeah except for the one instant that he yeah. needed somebody because yeah. like cameras don't count so he yeah walk, right, right you know so like yeah <coughs> like that's that that I I like that payoff a lot sure sure but like the, it didn't feel as deserved as some of the other stuff. You know, like the even the the uh, Blue Raja, Hank Azaria's character, which uh-huh. I really enjoyed. The thing yeah. he does, I love Hank Azaria. Yeah, I mean Hank Azaria's great. Yeah, I mean you know, you know, uh, he's, you, you know. go to, talking friends. You know, if he was the one that Phoebe was supposed to be with, and then fucking Paul Rudd comes in here. Oh, that's right. And yeah. fans go crazy, and then like I still feel uh, sad for uh, for uh, oh wow, totally Giovanni Ribisi. No, no, that was her brother, that's Hank right. Hank Azaria. He played. God, why can I not think of the name he played on Friends? <laughs> like the problem is oh, that this really bothers me. A poo. No. <laughs> no, that uh, was Simpsons, and he's canceled. By the way, yeah. so we have to well, stop no, talking not about Hank Azaria. He, he apologized and I know, quit. I know. Yeah, um, but he, uh, like, his character is very funny, and I love his his mom. Right, and like, but we only get a little bit of his mom. Uh, like interrupting him the first time, you know, uh-huh. and like so, like there's too much there that I want to see. That then when she finds out that he is this superhero, and she's not only relieved that he's not that storyline I liked a lot. Yeah, but it's like she's super sweet. Yeah, know? right. And even in like a a sad but not sad way of like here's the the silverware I was gonna give you to the yeah. wedding, and she's yeah. that's not that's a long yeah, but, but it's not like a defeated right. Like, right, thing. right. It's like no, this is what it's, it's meant for. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I exactly. thought it's, it's just and then she's like she's like honey, do the accent. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's oh, real yeah, sweet. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. There, there's there's so much in this movie that is good. I just it's just not good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, just again, the the tone is confused. Um, it's a very dark movie. Like um, David, <laughs> that's his name on Friends. David, I, I remembered it. Very good. Okay, Ooh, that was gonna fucking. I was gonna have nightmares about that. Uh, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad we got that uh, figured out. I'm glad. That, I'm not uh, stupid. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm glad we got that figured out. Yeah. That's great. That's great. But yeah, so um, um, I totally <laughs> derailed what you were saying. I apologize. For a second, I thought uh, fan favorite David Toscano was had just walked in. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
anyway uh but yeah um it's very dark like color wise and stuff and not a lot not not very visually pleasing necessarily but again it kind of bounces between the two because it's uh it definitely is kind of copying some of the batman and robin aesthetic to the point that it uses some of the sets from batman and robin sure uh but then it's also trying to do this dark thing which we haven't gotten into dark superhero movies at this point you know right 89 batman uh, but that was 10 years before. Yeah. You know, and like Batman had become this bright thing. And had I Dark think, Man come out? Oh, yeah. Dark Man was. Well, that's one we need to do about it. Yeah, dude. We actually absolutely yeah. do. It's fucking fun. Okay. Yeah, it's a wild one. Yeah. Um, Like a lot of Raimi's uh, things, when he doesn't get to do something that he wants to do, he makes his own version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that then. Okay. But um, yeah, so like, uh, you know. I, I do like the fact that and and I feel like if this had come out in like 2009 or uh-huh. or 2019 or something like when I'm just going 10 years at a time when yeah. when superhero movies had exploded uh-huh. like yeah. it would have had to like I feel like even with if we had the same style of director or something they would have been like oh this is a a spoof uh-huh. right this isn't a spoof well kind of on like, superheroes well but look at how big the boys is you know yeah and it's yeah. A, like that's a, a definite more serious approach of satire sure, sure uh even though it's funny but not funny right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um but like this like this is them trying to make a comedy about superheroes but not a a uh are they making a superhero comedy but not necessarily a comedy about superhero movies you uh-huh. know what i mean like they're not making fun of the tropes of the superhero film uh-huh. And I feel like that would have been would be a trap that you could have gotten in, and I think that maybe that's why people like it uh-huh. still. Where because like of all the things that went wrong, that's not the one. You yeah, know what I mean, so like it was a little darker, but it wasn't like making fun of how dark something is. You know, uh-huh. and I, and part of that is just uh, also. Did you watch it on on Peacock? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it uh, it's a bad transfer. Like what do you it, mean? it looks. Like the, the first of all, the sound is all fucked up. This has been happening a lot with the streaming services that uh-huh. I've been witnessing. Sure, but like the sound is the first thing, and then, uh, but like with this one, it, it looks like sometimes it's it's a the video comes through as though it's like on the DVD, and then other times it might be Blu-ray, but like it's never very clear. Like it's it's always a okay. bad transfer. So yeah, and the color the color correction on this was kind of fucked. See, I'm kind of yeah, maybe that's what I was picking up on. I guess I mean other than just like it being kind of a grimy city and stuff like that and there's there's yeah there's not a lot of use of light in the movie necessarily you know no, I mean? not in the, yeah i mean but it, and it was um, not not in 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 not in, in a, a uh, bright intentional yeah yeah there was light but it was like used to accentuate how like dark things were yeah. if that makes any sense which uh, is which is you know a lot of fluorescence and i think stuff. in a better in better hands it it could work too yeah and i think like this was like they were trying to go for something whether well, if it was- if it did actually have that Batman and Robin aesthetic, which I think is like the only good thing about that movie is the aesthetic, the colors, and everything in that movie are yeah. fucking awesome. Which is why that movie has uh, gotten such a like uh, a re. Uh, I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's it's actually people are actually coming back and being like, "This wasn't that bad." Yeah, if you if you want like. Uh-huh. A Batman movie? Yeah, no, it's not. But like, it also is a Batman. Yeah, there's a million different Batmans. Even yeah, from the comics, like this and is this one something. Like this they one went for something is the only one that comes fully complete with bat nips. Yeah. So and Robin nips. But you know what? What you're talking about with the darkness and like the not using the light as well is mm-hmm. it's flat. 
It's very flat. It is. So maybe so he, he was right. It. Maybe he we're the crazy it. ones. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what he was going for. It just doesn't look very good. So, so yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, what I was going to say a few minutes ago though was that um, all of these people together. I feel like if it was a completely different movie with with a completely different subject, like maybe a Coen Brothers film or something, this cast would have been great together, and I think it would have been a great movie. But the subject matter is another thing that is really not helping it because, yeah. you know, it's like you got all these like, uh, you know, some of them are comedic and everything, but they're all very talented and like have done, um, you know, more serious things, I suppose. Maybe not Ben Stiller, but um, <clears throat> this movie is kind of like, uh, you know, if you got like grownups going in there watching it, they're kind of going, eh, why the fuck do I care about these yeah. fucking like wannabe superheroes? Like this isn't or, none, you know, of, if that none of which up, do I care about. None of which have I heard of before. If and, that grown up is my wife Carrie. Yeah. Which, uh, what, what's the what's the segment? Well, you know, Carrie's uh, the Carrie view. Yeah, the Carrie view. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> this is just stupid. Why are we watching yeah. this? Is stupid. Yeah. And well, to to uh, be clear though, the reason we did cover this movie was to uh, yeah remember the late great Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Yeah, pulling out for Paul. Uh, that's. <laughs> That's my hashtag, pulling out for Paul. And he did, um, like, this is great. He's he's him. one of the best parts of this movie, yeah. to be honest. It just sucks that his character is so grimy and gross. And, I know. But I he's do, great at doing that kind of stuff. And although, as I was well, watching it uh, for the, the episode, I was like, oh, you know what we should have done was that third Pee-wee movie. Oh, the Netflix one? Yeah. Or have you already, you, oh, you probably watched that <clears> when it came dude, out. Dude, I watched, like, five minutes of it, and I was like, this ain't it. Really? I, I liked it a lot. Uh, well, I need to rewatch it, I guess, but I didn't have the patience for it, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, and at the time, you weren't at that time in Pee Wee either. Well, no, I, I, I was, certainly. Um, but, I mean, Pee Wee was like, I grew up with Pee Wee. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's definitely a better... But it had been so long. Yeah. And, and, and he that was movie is, is older, way and better. it just didn't feel the same. And I was just like, "Well, I'm older too, so it's like." Yeah. So, I, but I need to go back and revisit it. It's not. I'm sure it, it's good. it is nowhere near the masterpiece that uh, uh-huh. Big, Big Adventure, Adventure is. Yeah, but it is. Uh, it is like sort of the, you know, all of his movies, all three of them are not the same story. You know, in just like the Playhouse is not the same story. Yeah, and that one is more like the Playhouse show if it was in real life. You know, mm-hmm. whereas like. The first movie was fish out of water. Mm-hmm. The second movie was fish in a different water. <laughs> that was uh, yeah a weird one. Yeah, and then uh, yeah that <laughs> this one was was a little more. Man, you know what? I still have a soft spot for Big Top Pee Wee though. There's there's fun things in it. There's fun things there's in fun it. Things in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But anyway, um, yeah. So, but yeah, that. But that is why we're covering this movie. Yeah, is to for remember sure. to remember him and R.I.P. to him. And that was got him right there. That was sad. I do have a. Um, I no, did get there. a. I got a cameo. Oh yeah, right. That's the classic doll. That's the yeah. pull string one, right? Yeah. I had one of those. Yep. And then the battery started dying and it started scaring me because the voice got slower. I had one and I carried it everywhere. Yeah. It and then like, it eventually, her, her. you know, he didn't have his jacket. I know you are. But I got that when I was uh, not that one, but I I got it when I was like two or three yeah, for Christmas oh, yeah. for my yeah. aunt Lisa, and then um uh about. 10 15 years ago yeah uh i got that one from her as well she wow. found it at a, a goodwill in seattle yeah, these she was things like, I gotta get them. huge man the, like what yeah. a relic oh, yeah. of its time man yeah. like 
God, I mean, you dude. get one in the box that's like unopened, it still oh, has some value. About it. Yeah. But yeah, there are so many of them that like that. Yeah. I mean, depending on what day you look, you can find them for yeah. like 20 bucks on eBay or, you know, 150 uh-huh. and then in the box even more. Right. But um, $150,000. I bet, I bet they probably, died. Yeah. I bet, they, I bet like there was a jump. <laughs> yeah. There, probably. But, uh, probably. <clears throat> yeah, but no, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's RIP great. to him. I know. I'm a uh, true genius. I was very sad to hear that. Yeah. I, got, I love all those. The celebrities that were coming out because I'd always heard about his like him and Weird Al do uh, birthday things a lot, but Pee Wee yeah. specifically, yeah, everybody and like some people like started posting them uh-huh. like after he passed away. Yeah, and it was like his birthday cards. Yeah, and, and there would stuff. be like people who like just like worked with him once, right? And like he was like super sweet. Yeah, and, and the cards the are all very, was. yeah, yeah. I mean, what like a like it just seemed like a totally like genuine nice soul, and it really. Sucks that his, his fucking career got shot just because he watched a porn in a theater. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, like a grown ass, like a grown ass man or whatever. And, yeah, and you know, was, you know, I'm sure there was whatever. There was there were other things going on in his life maybe. Yeah, he was maybe. done with it, but, but but then he also wasn't. So by all accounts, an absolutely an absolute sweetheart, uh, a pleasure to work with, and has the respect of. And how rare is this to where like the comedy community has so much reverence for one person like that where everyone comes together and goes wow that dude is a special talent yeah because comedian comedic actors are usually like chevy chase where they think they're the fucking their shit doesn't stink and they're the best ever but everyone agrees no one has any problem with with saying paul rubens was a special talent and god bless that man you know so and he's so i mean he was so good and and even when he was in these like well i mean blow he's excellent in. yeah 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 uh, in a totally different style of acting everything yeah um the other one we could have done but i just don't like that movie very much is uh buffy the vampire slayer uh-huh. again he's great in it yeah, yeah you know um that's right or uh, i haven't seen that but i've seen his clip since he uh, passed away return to the beach or back to the beach it was one of those uh frankie and annette beach movies that came out in the the late 80s no idea what i had it on about. vhs uh-huh. and uh i watched it all the time because peewee was in it for two minutes, just uh-huh. singing "Bird is the Word." Really? Yeah, I mean, those is movies, it as Pee Wee? Yeah, as Pee Wee. Yeah. And like those movies were. That's what they were. You know, the, those beach movies with Frankie. Sure, Burnett. sure, yeah, yeah. And this was them older. Oh, okay, coming yeah, back. yeah, yeah. And so it was like I didn't know who. Oh, with anybody like the green was. screen behind him, and they're just doing the twist thing while yeah. the music is playing. Well, and it wasn't green screen back then. Oh, it was projection. Oh, uh, yeah. sure, okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this <clears> one of those like on filmed on a beach or whatever. It had a sure. little more production value. Okay. But it was like I think it was just VHS release kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I, you know, Pee Wee was on the cover of it. It was at my grandparents' house for some reason, and I watched it all the time. And every time I watched it, I was like, "Why isn't Pee Wee in this more?" Yeah, like this should be Pee Wee's movie. He's on the cover. Pee Wee's the best. Nobody He's wants to watch anything else. Yeah, well, you know why he was on the cover because it would have helped sell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure at that's that why they bought it. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, just anything else you wanted to touch on? Well, no, uh, I mean, other than like, I just kind of like, I did end up feeling like, like agreeing with Carrie where it was hard as much as I appreciated everyone's performances individually and everything. It was hard for me to give a fuck about the story at all. Yeah. It's just uh, not there, but like yeah. the beats of something that is better are there. Like the, the way you oh. know, Captain Amazing gets kidnapped. The fact that they kill him is uh-huh. like this dark, funny thing. Like, uh-huh. but it's it, then but the it was also not, like taking too enough. far. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, there are some quick notes I do want to do before we get into uh, some segments here. Um, Did you recognize Eddie Izzard this time? That was actually what I was just about to say. Back to back Eddie Izzards. How about yeah. that? Or I mean, somewhere two, in there. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. 
but also he once again i thought was horrible in this movie i'm sorry <laughs> dude i just like for someone who has so much charisma it, it from what i've seen of him doing acting roles uh-huh it's like where is it like i don't i i don't know if he's i don't think he's a good actor man i think she absolutely yeah. oh, she sorry yeah. i don't think she's a good great a good actor absolute amazing talent on stage as a comedian well he's obviously too terrible um, movies. but yeah but it's just the the absolute yeah. lack of like i but again again maybe she was like fuck this movie i don't care i'm just getting yeah. a paycheck and that's kind of what it felt like break it into something I yeah, I mean, trying to be the, the trying character. To get into the character had so much potential to be so big and fun, but she well, just, they, and like they also didn't give it any chance. Uh, like there yeah. was no chance to make that character. Anything. Yeah, it like, was just look. Yeah, look, I was just I was who just, knows what was I was just disappointed with the performances. All what about but, uh, but who am I? Right? What about your boy uh, Tom Waits? My boy Tom Waits was in it. Yep, that's another note there. Um, and that was actually pretty cool to see. I mean, and then to, for also for him to play. You know, such a weird, quirky, good guy yeah. uh, was pretty fun because, you know, he's kind of like a dark, grimy character. Well, and he also like kind of guy. He also takes junk and makes it into things. Uh -huh. all, I think it's all like Which musical, is what he does with his musical, music. Yeah, it's all musical instrument yeah. slash art installation stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, that, uh, you know, he said uh, or his character's whole thing was that his the weapons he was making was non-lethal. But yeah. that, that uh, blame thrower thing could potentially be very lethal I yeah mean, you can see those people killing each other you could, you could say that's what twitter is that's what i'm saying i'm sorry x <laughs> right 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 yeah how dare you dead name twitter <laughs> wow i don't know if that's even okay this is the world we're living in yeah, yeah. is what i just said okay is it <laughs> i don't know you guys write in and tell us i'm sorry if it's not i i genuinely have no idea um but uh let's see and then of course dane cook made that was random as fuck but that was like right before he exploded yeah into, uh also into in space. there was doug jones uh pencil head was doug jones who the fuck is that who the uh, fuck is that mate doug jones is the he does all of the like creature characters yes you, you have like, the pledge he was then you have the turn he was um the creature from shape of water like he works with he was Pan oh, and Pan's yeah, Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and that guy in um, Discovery, the Data guy. Yes, in yeah, 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 or yeah, the yeah, new, yeah, the yeah. new Data or whatever. And he's been a bunch of other things. He was the Silver <clears throat> Surf Surfer before they. Oh, but really? Not the voice. Okay, wait. Yeah. So who did Doug Jones play? Uh, he was Pencil Man, or I think it was Pencil Head, but it was supposed to be that was him. And then with him. the boy, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Wow. Um. Uh. Another Seinfeld alum in this movie. Uh, aside from um, Janine Garofalo, uh -huh. was Dana Gould. Dana Gould was in in that thing. He played one of those characters. Who that is, dude. Uh, Seinfeld's van. Seinfeld's van. He's a uh, uh, Frankie Merman, the Summer George. Uh huh. Not the Summer of George. The Summer George. Oh, I'm thinking of Elliot Gould. Yeah, but I definitely of heard of. Gould. I've definitely heard of Dana Gould, though. Yes. I mean, he's been in other things as well. He's a, a comedian. Yeah. Um, I'll fucking look him up. Yeah. Now, yeah. But yeah, no, he was in Seinfeld. He was the, the <clears throat> friend of Jerry's from camp. And then he God. bought, he uh, got Seinfeld. He worked at a car dealership and he traded in the Saab for a van. Because he's like, you always talked about getting a van. And then they parked the van out in the 
And Man, I got to rewatch Kramer, that one. Yeah, Kramer like, thought he bought the van from Jerry for uh, Anthony Quinn's t-shirt that he yeah. swiped from the park. I got to rewatch that one. George's parents were, they found the van and they were fucking in the back of it. And it was supposed to be them finding George trying to have sex with his cousin. So that they, oh. <laughs> this is the whole episode. I don't, this is the summer of George episode. Yeah, no, no. This is the summer George episode. The, the episode I think was called, um, the, was it the lopper? No, it wasn't that. Maybe it was called the van. Oh, no, I gotta yeah, rewatch I, this. I, I'm bad at I'm gonna Google those names. I'm gonna go. How about this? You guys listening at home, Google Dana <laughs> gold for me. Uh, send Figure a picture out. of him to go to crossstreamsmedia.com send a picture of him on there <laughs> so email us a, a picture of him and then oh, yeah, I don't remember. have the thing pulled up or I get it show yeah, there you go it's not plugged in yeah it is yeah we'll worry but, um, but yeah I'll put it, I'll put it on you my, show me later I'll put it on my notes for our, our bonus app to, okay to, to talk about Dana sure um, but yeah um, yeah let me see what, what else uh, uh, yeah no, that's about it, though. That was about it. And, I mean, other than that, though, another good thing was, or a thing I didn't uh, mind at all, was all the cutlery puns. Yeah. That, um, I, the, like, puns. The Blue like, Raja was. That, that there weren't a ton of puns in the movie, so, like, <clears throat> having that character that would be able to yeah. do them is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, when he would do the, the best, when he was best. trying to do his ones for spoons, you know, and yeah. he was like... See, I didn't well, expect to see you so spoon. One of the best like throwaway jokes too is uh, when that the the laser camera thing comes on and he's like, "I should have brought my uh, I knew I should have brought my pie surfer." <laughs> just like, oh like, yeah, I yeah, a, yeah, just, yeah. If I had just something a little sharper and a little bigger, yeah, right. I could break that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those that that uh, like like that would also be the one thing that could hurt somebody. If you yeah, right. right. Yeah, so like, why wouldn't you always bring? That? Yeah, why wouldn't you just have that? Yeah, uh, the guns were fun. The different weapons were fun. Yeah, the weapons were fun, and Tom Waits' character was fun, and Tom Waits was great. Uh, and it was just kind of cool to see Tom Waits in there again. Like when you talk about it, you're like, "Man, why wasn't this movie good?" Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I gotta say about it. Um, should I give a rating? And uh, yeah, let's get that rating, and then we'll do some uh, number, number, numbers. Okay. Um, well, out of Real fast, uh, out of uh, ten. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, bowling balls with my dad's skull in it. Um, All right. I give it. Uh, you know, I give it five. Dad's skull bowling balls. That feels about right. Yeah, it gets feels about a about five. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's about Numbers. a half good movie. Everybody's favorite part. The part yeah. that people skip to. And they're like the one that they fucking skip. Anything, if anything, you should drop the whole show and just just do numbers. Hit that skip fifteen seconds ahead button all the way. And then they and then they they take it down to like point five speed, so the numbers part is so much longer. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we should do this in In point five so that it's a full one point speed for them. Be even slower. Yeah. All right. Uh, So the budget was sixty eight million. Like I said, when they first started working with this film and it was Danny DeVito. It was 13 million. Okay. So that's just how things yeah. go through notes and studios and gets fucked up. Yeah. Um, so 68 million opening weekend, August 8th, 1999. Oh, so six, seven, eight that weekend, uh, 10 million. Oh shit. I just told you. <laughs> Let me guess. 
Uh, wait, okay, all right. I'm going to so say wait, wait, it did wait, wait, pretty wait, wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh-huh. Let me see if you could guess. So it's uh-huh. $10 million Yeah. and a certain amount after that. How close can you get to the certain amount after that? So you're, you're how in the thousands. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to say point seven. Way too high. <laughs> what? $10 million, 17000 Not oh, even oh, 100 shit. Yeah, not 700000 Okay, okay. Uh, 17865 Okay. Uh, all right, so now since I blew that... Uh, you uh what uh the world no the de- god i am off <laughs> the, the domestic gross uh-huh domestic gross okay well i think i remember this one being a stinker um no pun intended to paul rubin's character uh what was his name again oh the spleen, spleen. the spleen that's of right. course um i as we were talking about no pun i guess it's not a pun but well it's not really yeah, yeah. um his character was stinky, though. Uh, Got hung by a, squ- a skunk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that was yeah. That, okay. that was that was when my wife's like, ah, I'm, I'm just, just I gotta get the laundry so or something. Dumb. This is awful. Just, like just because he's like that is just such a stretch. Yeah. But um. But whatever. Um. All right. So I'm gonna. I remember it not doing very well. I don't think. I think it bombed. I'm gonna say it made a total of about twenty six point three million. You have chosen. Yeah. No way that shit was making its money back. No way. All right, but that's just domestically. Okay. How did this sucker do worldwide? Okay. Well, I'm going to guess that it still didn't make its money back. Otherwise, they might have tried to do something else with these characters or something. So I'm going to say it made $64 million. Wrong! (laughs) Okay. Uh, 33. What? Oh my God. That's terrible, dude. Now, a lot of the people in it have, uh, you know, uh, I mean this, I don't know the last time that anybody asked about this, but like Janine Janine Garofalo and Stiller and some of the other ones have, have said like, yeah, you know, like I'd be interested in like trying that again, like doing a sequel, but it's highly, highly unlikely. Please don't. Um, please don't to get it right. (laughs) You know, maybe if you guys are watching this. Or please listening don't. to this, please don't. All right, just, so just uh, that uh, it did not do well. Uh, they pushed it. They actually pushed it as, as not to open against a movie that was having the biggest word of mouth, uh, the wide release uh, of a movie that like started smaller and it had like some of the biggest word of mouth. Uh, so they pushed it a week so it wouldn't open against it. Uh huh. Um, however. It did come out the same weekend as a real big movie with a star that we definitely know on this show. Uh-huh. Um, and a director that we have talked about many times. But, but not this movie because you'd even seen it. Number one in the box office this week was. Oh. Um, Remember, August is like a dump. This was like kind of a huge surprise hit. Is it a sequel? It is not a sequel. In fact, oh, okay. this is the this is a movie that most people think of as th- this director's first film. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you saw it in theaters. <clears throat> the uh, we have talked about both like uh, stars of this film many times on the podcast. At least 
uh, once a year for one of them, but probably more than definitely more than once a year. And uh, the other one, probably like every single episode. Okay, well, so Tom Cruise, for nope, sure. Definitely not. What? Really? Who else do we talk about every episode? Not Schwarzenegger. Nope. 99? I mean, 100% we talk about Nick this person. Nick Cage. No, 100% <laughs> we talk about this person every what? fucking episode. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what? Especially after like, it's the not first Nick time Cage. we talked about him. It's not Nick Cage. Nope. It's not Schwarzenegger. It's not nope. Tom Cruise. Nope. What? What? Have we talked about him on this episode Not so far? yet, but I guarantee you we will. Well, especially after you say well, it. We're about to. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck? Uh, I'm like trying to look around. We don't we don't uh, but we don't always talk about their uh past work as much as what they're doing now. Again, Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> um what? Uh, who is it? All right, so this is a horror movie uh, thriller. Uh huh. Director. This is his first big movie. M. Night Shyamalan. There it is. And the oh. actor we talk about every episode. Oh. <laughs> the Sixth Sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it all makes that sense. That is hilarious. Bruce we do Willis, talk about him at least every once a year. We talk about right. Bruce Willis. That's right. And and the other guy <laughs> at, least Jones, at least once an episode. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that funny. that opened against this movie, uh, okay. crushed it with twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie that in its second week uh, it pulls in twenty four. Um, it's uh, fourth week out totally, but it's it's the second week uh, wide release. Also a horror film. Uh, also a movie that sort of changed horror films, where it was a, a like started a trend that kind of picked up even later, but. Um, big big like i mean this was a horror film like this is the number two movie this it. week yeah everybody was talking about Wait, this movie what number did mystery men open at? six okay so it opened in the six. top five huh? yeah all right <clears throat> so this is the number two movie also a big horror movie uh scream two no uh even more serious horror than that i guess you oh, would say um Oh, Blair Witch Project? It is the Blair Witch yeah. Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, number three would be a movie that my wife would want you to pick for the podcast. Okay. Not How to Lose a Guy with 10 Days, or in 10 Days, but that is one that she always is like, has he seen that one yet? It's like, we're not, <laughs> Look, we're not I'm doing down, it. I'm down to cover a rom-com, baby. <sighs> Let's do it. Uh, I can talk about fucking well, this one, Matthew McConaughey's abs This one is a uh, famous rom-com duo, uh-huh. maybe one of the, the most famous of the 90s. Uh, teaming up again. See if they still have that chemistry. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Nope. Before okay. that. And when, they, when they teamed up, it wasn't good. Um, Think uh, older. Sarah Jessica Parker. No. no. Jennifer Aniston. No. No. She's still doing Friends at this point. Start, just starting her career. That's right. That's right. Um, is McConaughey the guy? McConaughey is not the guy. We haven't done a lot with this guy. We've talked about it a few times. I've. Uh, it's not Costner, but it's another person who, unlike Costner, has never. Oh, Richard Gere. Yes, and <laughs> Julie Roberts. Yes, Aaron Brockovich. No, no, he's not in that. Um, no, that's also not. A that's one that we yet. need to do. Wrong by the way, it I is. It's great. I haven't seen it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot those two were doing rom coms all the time. Yeah, because it started with Pretty Woman. <sighs> Pretty Woman. That's right. Um, the most famous. What was the one they did in '99? What was it? It was the Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride. Runaway, Runaway Bride. I've seen that actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fourth one is a remake. 
um, with uh, Pierce Brosnan, and he was contractually not allowed to wear a tuxedo in this movie because he was still playing Bond. Okay. This is uh, number four. Him and then... Uh, oh, um, it's uh, it's got to be... No, not uh, Diane Keaton. Uh, Diane. Dude, uh, it's got to be that the the Dante's Peak. No. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of Volcano. Volcano, but yeah. But it's not that one. This is a... Uh, this is a, a a heist thief movie. Oh, there is a movie that like do I know should, it? He should wear a, a tuxedo. Maybe not. You probably don't know that it was a remake. Either. Okay, what is it? The then? Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, I remember. Th- yeah. yeah, I remember that movie coming out. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, a friend of mine's grandparents had it on VHS, and it had <laughs> boobies. In boobies. It. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So you fast forward to that, pause it, and you got to no. get it to where the 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 snow line. <laughs> that it's always yeah. pauses in there is not covering the titties and so oh, no, there was, was there was enough in this one you could play it and rewind it play oh it nice it, yeah. that's even better yeah um <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, how it was the for 90s. us back then yeah. yeah uh the next one uh number five um god uh, uh not a disaster movie although there is this, oh uh how not, to not give it away it's um, a, a kind of a monster movie but it's a it's a creature uh, like a, a real it's a real animal godzilla um no a real oh. animal. uh um uh, the loch ness do, monster they do have bigfoot powers uh let's see here thomas jane is the uh, star of this one. Oh wow um ll cool j uh, oh is yeah in this one. deep blue there it is oh what deep Blue C. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson. I saw that in theaters. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with the LL Cool J song from that, which is <laughs> um, phenomenal? No, because at, at that time I was- Deepest Bluest, My Hat is Like a Shark's Fin. It is a wild song that is written from the point of view of a shark, but then it's also LL Cool J, and in the video, he ends up morphing into a shark. It's wild. Definitely suggest pulling it up. Okay, that the video I I remember that brought back memories of the video. I do not remember the song, but that's the title of it. Yeah, because that definitely bluest. sounds like that was written uh, in Japan or something. <laughs> <laughs> my hat is like uh, a my shark's hat is fin. Like a shark's fin. Wow. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's so amazing. That's the, that's the top five. The nineties was crazy. But again, of course, I was not listening to that because <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine, I was only listening to the thong song. The thong song. Yeah. Okay, brand. so that's the top yep, five, and then uh, number six up. was Mystery Men. Yep. All right. So do we do we attempt a uh, reboot recast here? Um, such a cast. Yeah, like uh, you know, um, who would be what? Okay, let's see. Reboot recast. I mean, do, you, do we go? I think you kind of go with like the same relative uh stardom power to it and, uh-huh. and you know see what they could do with something like that like with like <clears throat> well the, then you gotta throw but see you're gonna we're gonna start getting obligatory here you know yeah you gotta throw your chalamet in there you well, gotta no, no, throw no, your but, fucking but like we're talking zach like, efron you got comedic actors uh-huh. of a certain age like i said chalamet point. have you seen his turn as oh, what willy God. wonka yeah. hilarious <laughs> uh no but like janine garofalo uh so the bowler like maybe like a a nikki glazer yeah i love nikki yeah. glazer she's funny She's funny, you know. Um, yeah. So who's who is a Ben? Like the problem is, there's not a lot of comedy. Who's made. a Ben? Who's a Ben Stiller of today? Yeah. Who's a young Ben Stiller? Who's the guy that everyone's going? You know what? That's a young Ben Stiller right there. Andy Samberg. 
Although he's not I even mean, really he, that Well, but he's, he'd be about the same yeah. age. Well, I think Ben Stiller, he's probably like 30 at this point. Oh, he was definitely older he, than that. He was like 40. Yeah, he's it's probably hard to tell pushing because, like, 40. William H. Macy and him are probably the same age. Right. Like, William H. Macy looked 60 in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind Andy Samberg as that, uh, Yeah, actually. I think That's there's something that bad. he could do with it. That kind of works. And actually, you know who would be a good spleen is Yorma, who actually yeah. played uh, Pee Wee Herman in the Weird Al movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's kind of a cop-out, but I mean, it well, wouldn't be... But like, you know what? It would be interesting to see them like write and adapt it and direct it, you know, uh, Akiva and, and Yorma and you everybody, know because like, actually, you know, a, actually, a good um, I know point who, of view. I know who would be a good Mr. Furious. Who? Uh, Adam Devine. Ooh, yeah. 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 He would play it. I wonder it if he's got perfectly. the control to. Well, Because sometimes no, he doesn't. But. But like it's supposed but it, to. It would, but yeah, there's that balance. Yeah. Yeah. But he would do the rage part like really well. Yeah, he really would. And it, it kind of makes that one younger so you could get yeah. a slightly older shoveler to like play on the the who's the right. boss kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. Or or not because then you don't have to as much. Uh-huh. Angela, the... by the way, what? Angela, uh, who's the boss? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> I wow. Props. Props. You got me there. That was good. Um, so but you're, no, you're, um, you're William H Macy. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna throw out Walton Goggins. Although you know, with who's that re- again? Reunite with uh, Devine from who's that again? Uh, have you seen Righteous Gemstones? Yeah. Okay. He's uh, Baby Billy. Oh yeah. And, and he's in a million other things. He's in oh Justified. yeah. Justified. He's great. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. So good. Every time. And he's always different. <clears throat> so like having throwing him in there where he plays more of a level headed person. Yeah. But is also able to like be a little off. I think it'd yeah. be fun. I could see that. I could see that working. I could see that working. And really I, well. you, we know that you know him and Divine work well off of each other. Uh huh. You know. Um. Which then opens up. Andy Samberg for maybe the Blue Raja. See, that's good. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's that would be interesting. Or, I mean, even like Invisible Boy would be interesting, for, but he's a little bit older now. Yeah. Who's a good Invisible Boy fucking... I'll tell you who I would like to see in something, and we can talk about this on the... Um, chit-chat app? The chit-chat app, but... Uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of Claim to Fame, uh-huh. which uh, don't is, know what it is. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. But uh, um, Nick Cannon's brother on that show is <laughs> just a delight, and I was like, uh-huh. I want to see him in more. He could okay. Be fun. What's his name? Um, I forget. Rick. I forget because they don't use their real names a lot of times. Oh, the whole okay. point is that you don't know who their celebrity relative oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. We'll talk about it. It's 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 wild. I'm gonna go with Rick Cannon. Rick Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah maybe maybe that or well I mean I'd be I'd be done with that yeah um I mean like you know who's another funny like actor yeah I'm trying to think of more comedic because it's hard because like they're all just TV uh-huh. so you're trying to like extrapolate like the kind of comedy that they're doing from that you know actually I mean I wouldn't mind seeing Andy Samberg as Captain Amazing oh wow actually yeah you know? Just Although being with, a with Captain Amazing, stuff? with Captain Amazing, you almost want it to be a uh, like a you know like a Brad Pitt or somebody that would play an actual superhero uh-huh. because then it's more 
these people don't belong in this world with this person. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, and like, you know, if you cast like, even when they cast a uh, Jeffrey Rush as the villain, like they don't have any business being up against that person. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually, that makes me wonder if. Um, but like Brad Pitt from like 20 years ago. Uh, Jason Bateman might be a good shoveler. Oh, actually, yeah. You know, and maybe that, a that little would change old, it up a little bit. But like perfect demeanor for yeah. it, right? And Walton Goggins can definitely play a bad guy if we wanted to put him as. Uh, there you go, Captain von, kind of, yeah. Doyle von Frank or Doyle yeah. von, I keep saying that, but that's the misfit. Casanova Frankenstein. Casanova Frankenstein. Ooh, what if we put that's uh, good? Danny Trejo I, I, as the Sphinx. Perfect. Oh, God, I haven't seen no. Danny that's Trejo perfect. In a while. Yeah, that's perfect. Actually, and it's also who was that playing the like, Sphinx? Uh, that's Wes Studi. Uh, he's been around. I've seen him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was in Heat. Uh, with Danny oh. Trejo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So yeah, that would be, that's. I think we figured that out there. Um. <clears throat> but Invisible Boy. Um. You know. Fucking. I mean, I would throw Kel back in there to be honest. I mean, he's still funny whenever he does shit. Yeah. Did you see him? Uh. Um. Do the Keenan and Kel uh, redo on SNL? Yeah, yeah. It was great, man. Yeah. It was great. But anyway. Um. Here's an idea. Don't do another Good Burger. <laughs> They're too late. I know. And you know what? I'm going to watch it. Uh, I know I will too. I'm certainly going to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> well, on that note, actually, that I do, um, speaking of someone that we talk about every episode, I do have an idea for Invisible Boy. Oh, I, I wanted to move on to uh, Doc Heller, the Tom Waits character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who do you got for him? Haley, Haley Joel Osment, Osment now. now. Nom in space. space. Ah!